0: Wolverine Nation, welcome to Go Blue Players with J&J. You're listening to Jared Bunch and Jamie Morris, your former Michigan Wolverine podcasters, bringing you reviews, opinions, and locker room chatter. That's right, we start this season off at 7-0. The bye week didn't show any slowing down of this team at all. Another big win after a bye week, building our record to 7-0. The offense and defense started fast in a game that was pretty much over by halftime. Once again, we want to encourage our fans to subscribe to the Go Blue Players with JJ on iTunes and if you haven't become a follower on Blog Talk Radio please visit blogtalkradio.com slash Go Blue Players to become a follower and receive updates to the podcast and information on how to receive exclusive autograph gifts And tickets to the game and a game coming up. Well, we're going to talk about this game first and then we'll talk about the game coming up. But as always, let me introduce my partner, Mr. James. Morris. Oh, Jamie. Hey, Jared. How you doing?
1: Good. How about yourself? What's going on? It was a great game. It was a great game on Saturday. You got to enjoy when we when we we know at halftime this game's pretty much over. You got a 31 nothing lead and you just got to, you know, get your players to stay focused and get them to concentrate on the victory. Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, this did that game look like one of those games that we played back in the day. You know, when Illinois was just a statistic game.
1: <laughs> it, it hasn't yes. been like that for a That's while. exactly what it was. Yes.
0: Yeah. But um, we're going to, it was a good, I mean, but you like to see those types of games when um, everybody can get in the game and, and play and put in some time of getting some experience. So in that aspect, it, it was a good well, game.
1: Without a doubt, I think it was a great game. Uh, as you pointed out, they came out. They weren't. They weren't sluggish. They weren't. They weren't running around. They weren't making mistakes. They weren't. There were no penalties. They came out. They looked sharp. They looked like they were ready to play football. And that's what that that's the most important thing. And that defense was flying around. As it did two weeks ago against Rutgers. So you you gotta enjoy, you gotta like the way Jim Harbaugh has this team pointing in the right direction.
0: Well, that's good. And that's what we're gonna talk about in this episode of Go Blue Players with J and J. We're also gonna talk about that big upcoming rival game against Michigan State. So stick around. When we come back, we'll discuss this. Illinois victory and what to look forward to when we play against the Michigan State Spartans. We'll be right back, fans. Subscribe to the Gold Blue Players with J on iTunes if you haven't already, and if you haven't become a follower on the BlogTalkRadio.com, become one to win exclusive autograph gifts and tickets to the game. So-
1: this is Ward Manuel, Athletic Director at the University of Michigan. You're listening to Go Blue Players with J&J.
0: Welcome back to Go Blue Players with j and And our segment of The Way I See It and The Way I See It segment is analysis from James and myself as former teammates of Jim Harbaugh and give you a point of view of the game. And Jamie, let's start off right away. I mean, we, we've, we've mentioned this before. The game was pretty much over. At halftime, but uh, coming off of a bye week, you always want to make sure that your team doesn't get too complacent, doesn't uh, get rusty. They didn't show any rust. It started off fast. Um, I'm where you what What did you notice right off the bat, James?
1: I mean, what I really noticed was the way Wilton Spade came in and controlled that game. Excuse me. He came out and controlled the game. He took it over. Uh, He was throwing the ball into the wind. The way he threw the ball through the wind, the way he commanded this offense was good. Uh, And then, I mean, it's that defense. I mean, the defense was everywhere. They were on top of Jeff George Jr. all over him and not giving him the space that he needed. A new quarterback starting and you just go after him. And they did. Don Brown did not let up. On this young man, they went after the Illinois um, offense like it was like it was second to none. So you got to be impressed with that.
0: Yeah, very impressive. I mean, the defense did uh, they held again, (laughs) held the George to 95 yards passing in the entire game. Uh, The first half, I I mean, at halftime, they were pretty much close to, you know, 20 yards or or less um, running. Running the ball was uh, non-existent for Illinois. I mean, they ended the game with uh, about ninety yards, which because of you know similarly because of one or two plays, but um, the defense was just out of sight. And and you know when you're looking at a game when it's the score is already you know almost thirty something and nothing at halftime, you got to really look at the fact that they didn't even have to throw the ball much. Um, no, and and they still even not – and for a Michigan quarterback to not have to throw up much and still pass for 300 or 253 yards and two touchdowns and still get running a running game that you know uh Higdon who came off you know rushed for over 100 yards and Smith uh De- Devion but look look one thing I noticed Devion played a lot more this this game I mean he instead of that uh you know Switching a lot of backs. Devian got a lot of playing time. I mean, he he was in there as the man, the main guy to uh, Saturday.
1: Yeah, they went they they went to a um, they went to an exclusive kind of with Devian early on. They wanted to see what he could do. I mean, remember he's got a he got a chance to you know um, have you know he got a chance to um, have a week off. He had two weeks off if you look at the Rucker game because they really didn't play him in the Rucker game either. So, you know, they wanted to establish the running game, and they went right for Devion, making letting him carry the ball quite a bit. And I think um, they let Ty Isaac play a little bit. He had ten carries. But, I mean, the guy you need to look at is Chris, Chris Evans – he gets hurt, bangs his head on the turf. He's in a uh, concussion protocol and like you said, Karan Higdon comes in who really didn't expect to play a lot, but he, he rushes the ball 8 times for a, over 100 yards. So, I mean, you got to be impressed with the running game.
0: I'm I'm very impressed with the running game, especially as you mentioned that Chris Evans going down early. Who I think everyone has been talking about uh, as as the the surprise uh, player who's who's been coming on with this plethora of running backs that they're using. But um, the fact that Devion played so much and, and it seemed to me like it, it was one of those, uh, it was a, a test that's okay. We've played a lot of running backs. All of them are doing a good job, but let's see if we can just depend on one and what will happen if he gets his chance to be the featured back. He came in and, and if you want to look at something, this is something that's really interesting to me. That uh, even though every, coming into this season, I think everyone thought that Debian was going to be the featured back with all of the other backs in. Debian is featured, but but Chris Evans is pretty much. Uh, I mean, Debian has four hundred thirty four yards, four hundred thirty four yards on the season. Chris Evans has four hundred twenty one. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Oh, and then when you say Chris Evans, and then you start going back to Ty Isaac, the la—the lost person in here is Karan Higdon. And Karan comes in, and yeah. what does he do? He just rushes for hundred yards. <laughs> rushes for hundred yards. So it's a a a, a three, and more than a three-headed monster, a four-headed monster, if you ask a me. Four-headed the- monster, yeah for this running game. And and when you look at the two top run, two top rushers on the team, both have over 400 yards. And then the third and fourth rushers on the team have close to 400 yards. One has 360. The other one has about 350. So it's like four really bunched together. They all have high averages. I mean, 8.5, 5.2, 8.3, 5.3, all averaging. So that's why I think that it was a, a, a opportunity or I think the coaches are sit, really starting to say, look, who wants to take over this thing? You guys are all bunched together. We're going to give We're gonna give, and give you an opportunity. And a game like this where you're up at halftime, 30 something to nothing, perfect opportunity to show what you can do. Question is, did he do it?
1: I think he did. I think he established himself. He had, he had, uh, I mean, he had 70, 76 yards, if you look at it uh, overall. I, I think he is. I mean, Devion's a hard runner. No one says he's a he's a game breaker and he's going to run. He's going to uh, take it coast to coast, but he's going to move the chains. And right now with this defense, this is a three and out defense and they need to have time to rest up. You need those long drives, and Devion's gonna supply those long drives because he's gonna move the ball down the field. And if Michigan gets close enough, they got they, they do have, I mean, first strike capability. I mean, they can throw that ball down the field, and they have two receivers in uh, Darbo and Chesson who can make who can strike right away. Then you always have Jake Button. Guess who else? We just found another tight end. There you go, Michigan with another tight end, Tyrone Tyrone Wheatley Jr. So, I mean, this offense is really starting to develop. And that's, that's impressive right now because you have a developing offense that's really coming into its own right now. And that's where you want them, Jared, right now, developing getting that confidence, and that's what this Illinois game was, a confidence builder getting ready for what we know, what's going to happen coming up this week.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a big game. And I think that uh, with the glue that puts this whole thing together, that this whole offense together that uh, works very comfortably and, and like a glove with this defense is Wil- Wilton Spade. He, 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 to me, watching him play, he seems like a a, a hardball when hardball was playing. A guy that controls the game, that knows what it is, plays smart, takes the the, the uh, uh receptions that are needed, gets things open when they need a big play. They if you have to use your feet, use your feet. But to me, I, I think the that spate has really just really just come on to be more than just a, a quarterback that's uh um yeah, at the beginning of the year, we didn't know who was going to be the starter. Now he looks right. more. he looks like more than just the starter of this team. He looks like the leader of this team. He looks like a person that fits perfectly with the, the coaching staff. He follows direction. He's a leader uh, uh, of, of the offense that works well with the defense. And this running game is starting to pick up. The offensive line is starting to pick up. And it all is complemented by a tough, tough defense, which, I mean, we really don't t- We talk about Julius Peppers. But you know, who's leading the, the team in tackling is somebody we hardly ever mention. Hardly ever mentioned inside linebacker Gideon. We don't talk about him much, but I think it's because this deep the front the front four of this defensive line is doing their job. Uh, Taco Charlton, uh, they're doing their job, and and as a group, this defense is doing a very good job. Wouldn't you say? I mean, I, I mean, of yeah, course you I would agree. say they're they yeah,
1: want to. <laughs> I, I fully agree with you. This defense and that defensive line is getting to the ball. I mean, I, we know that Don Brown, a.k.a. Dr. Blitz, he likes to bring pressure. But after a while, I mean, you just got to you, you get a lead at halftime, 31 to nothing. You just got to play some of the some of the zone. Reads and I, I know that it's it may be tough for those kids because they love playing this this man to man kind of defense that they they've been playing but when you get a lead that big you got to go, go into zones and drop those two linebackers back in McCray and Gideon like you said but I mean this defensive line is something else it applies pressure and it's like we said they rotating guys in and out all the time you got fresh bodies in every other series think about that
0: they're moving. I think when you have that type of uh, type of, of depth, and these guys are young, they're young. I mean, we you've got a mixture of young players and veteran players that are doing a great job. That uh, and, and I'm speaking on of offense and defense, obviously. Um, but the we the, this is one thing I want to discuss with you um, at halftime when you're up by 30 points. I mean, what what do you think uh, Jim said to him, I mean, to keep them motivated in, in a game like this?
1: Well, he's reminding them of their goals. He's reminding them that every Big Ten game we play is a Big Ten championship game. This is why you're here, to win the championship. We should have did it last year. Leave no stone unturned. Don't leave us guessing. Remember, and he's reminding them what happens. A team can come back. Don't let them get it in their heads that they can come back. So he set the tone for them early, often, and many more times. He puts it in their heads that, you know, this team has the capability. Maybe they don't, but he lets them know. And those kids are bought in. That's the key. You have a team that has bought in. You have a team where two years ago, they were under Brady Hoke, and they, they they knew if they were down, they weren't going to come back. Or if they had someone up, that a team could come back. Now they bought into the Jim Harbaugh attitude. If we keep doing what Coach tells us, we can win. We're going to win. They believe in this man.
0: That seems like uh, something that started, and uh, well, of course it started in offseason, but um, was there anything they did specially? In off season, uh, because we we've heard a lot about Jim going around and doing the satellite camps or whatever. But this team seems like a a a really uh, team that has bought into because in the last few years before prior, it didn't seem like it bought into the the system that was that was there. Or if they did, they didn't show. But there's something different about this year and last year. What is it? Was well, it something? I think
1: you got to I think you got to go back to the um the bowl game. Uh and it, it, it I mean that's where it all started. Remember, Florida was going around enjoying themselves. The players were all around town. They didn't really have a um they didn't really have any kind of curfew or anything like that, and the Michigan players went to coach Harbaugh and said, "Hey, what's up with that?" I mean, they, they, you know, and he said, "This will pay off and you will show them" you will show Michigan to the nation when you get into that game against Florida. And after what they did and what what the score was, they were, they were they were they were they were sold on everything. And he told them, at the end of the bowl game, he told them, if you do what I tell you to do, this will be a special season. I it will be one that everybody will remember. So they remembered that.
0: Well, that's funny that you talk about something to remember because this week coming up is Michigan State and, and last year's game is something that we remember. And that's what we're gonna talk about in the blue big blue segment when we come back from this break because it's Michigan State Week. When we come back after this break, fans subscribe to the Go Blue Players with JJ on iTunes. If you haven't already, and if you haven't become a follower on the blog, talk become one to win exclusive autograph gifts and tickets to the games.
1: This is Ward Manuel, athletic director at the University of Michigan. You're listening to Go Blue Players with J&J. All
0: right. Welcome back to the Go Blue Players with J&J. We're here in the big blue segment. And each week we choose a topic that Michigan players experience either as a Wolverine player, student, coach or alumni. And this week, I want to discuss the Michigan-Michigan State game rivalry. And I want to compare it just so people know. I'm going to compare it to the Michigan versus Ohio State rivalry. And as a as a person who is from Ohio, I, I, I'm going to give you the inside scoop of Michigan-Ohio State and Michigan versus Michigan State. Michigan-Ohio State is just there's a there's a respect, a respect between each the, all the players, right? There's a lot of Ohio players who come from Ohio and go to play for Michigan. We play the game and it's a really hard fall game. It's a lot of talent and it's you know afterwards we we like each other. I mean we it's like your buddy, your brother, your sister, whatever uh, you know when you have fun with them, you play with them, you were you trying to do the best. you always want to win, beat them, period all right when it's over with it's over with Michigan Michigan State there is a animosity between Mich- for Michigan and Michigan State Michigan State has always looked at Michigan as 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 we think that we are the the big brother the better the whatever so there's like some some dislike <laughs> dislike there so when people ask me which is the bigger <laughs> Uh, rivalry. Michigan. Ohio State is a huge, 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 huge. Michigan. Michigan State is just awfully huge. If you if if you can get my grip, if you understand what I'm saying, it's like uh, there's there's legitimate dislike from the actual players. Sometimes it's more on one side or the other, and I think with this particular year, in the last few years, there's a dislike on the coach's side. I'm not saying that it's on Harbaugh's side, but <laughs> maybe on the other side. Uh, there, But there is clearly a dislike that's going on between Michigan and Michigan State, and especially when you look at that, what happened last year, period. <laughs> How about that? I like it and what do you think James you you're not you're not from ohio
1: I'm not from ohio and i've seen the game from afar i I'll, I'll say this when you when you, and i'm going to take your cue from comparing michigan state ohio michigan state and ohio michigan ohio state that's a national game the nation cares about that game and michigan michigan state that's a regional game That's the state of Michigan and maybe outlying areas, but it's much more important to Michigan, Michigan State, to the to the overall population, to the state of Michigan. It means something. It's a nastier game. There's no respect there. There's I mean, the fans have no respect for the for 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 the schools, Michigan, Michigan State fans. Uh, have this chip on their shoulder that they're, they're not respected by their their the their uh brothers brothering in heart uh the Michigan fans and they've always had that chip on their shoulders they carry that wherever they go no matter how long they've been beating Michigan they still carry the chip on their shoulder thinking that they're less than Michigan in Ohio State it's not like that it's two great schools going after one another it's hey, we've had the dinner and now it's time time for the dessert when it comes to Michigan Ohio State. But Michigan state, these two teams, they really don't like each other. They really don't they 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 want state bragging rights and they want it all the time. So when one 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 school is up, the other one's down, and they keep them down, and they drive them with uh, insults. They drive them with jokes. They drive them with anything they can do. So that it's a nastier rival game. It's a rival game, and it's important to both schools, but it's more important to Michigan State when, in, the, in the long run. But that being said, Michigan hasn't beaten Michigan State in a long time. And this team needs to establish that now. They've got to break the mold and show that they can beat Michigan State, beat their rival. And it needs to start this year.
0: It needs to start Saturday. One hundred percent. I I can recall. Oh, uh, I think you no, know, James, you had left already. But um, Michigan, when when I it was my senior year, we were number one, number one in the country. And Michigan State came to us, the unranked. Unranked. And we ended up losing that game. We, uh, losing the game in the last, it was the game where we scored a touchdown to, to, uh, scored a touchdown, went for two to win the game instead of kicking the extra point to tie. And, um, Desmond was tackled, uh, it was clearly, Defensive pass interference that wasn't called, and we ended up losing that game, and it it it's, it it affected us so much that we went from number one in the country. We lost to at home against an unranked Michigan State, and then the following week we lost to an unranked Iowa at home. So we went from number one in the country to unranked in two weeks—the fastest from number one to unranked in in the history of of the uh, ranking system, and it started with a. Michigan, Michigan State game at home, where against a, a a ranked team and unranked team. That's how how much dislike. We, we I mean, it didn't even looked like it, it felt as if they they had no respect for us while we were playing, and we played like we. I, I, I mean, it's almost like we played like we we were you know, filling ourselves or something, not knowing, mm-hmm. or not realizing that you know this is a huge game. It's green. It's the green, <laughs> the green, and after last year and that game, I, I think there's, it, it, my, as myself as uh, as being away from the team for you know so many years, graduating in nineteen ninety, and I still feel that play, the last play of the game last year, is something that uh, oh I can't even watch it. So to to know that this week that they, how 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 badly they they want this game and, and and are preparing for it and have an opportunity to go to Lansing, I don't think. What did you ever beat Michigan State in Lansing?
1: Yeah, blew them out, beat them forty nine to nothing. Greatest thrill ever.
0: I hope that happens. It's said, "What is it? It's the Lumberjack Trophy, right?"
1: It's the Paul Bunyan Trophy.
0: Paul Bunyan trophy. I, uh, well, I didn't.
1: And I, I want that. I want that ugly. I want that ugly ass trophy back in the Michigan trophy case.
0: It's been gone for a long time and it's time to come back home.
1: It's time to come home. You are right.
0: It's time to come back home. And I think that uh, we have a great opportunity here, a great opportunity. And it also um, sets up the second half of the season that that Michigan-Ohio State game, if everyone does what they're, you know, plays hard and continues to do what they're supposed to do, and as they can do, that Michigan-Ohio State game is going to be a big game too. But I don't want to get too quick. I don't want to go too far off. I want to make sure to take care of business this week. But in order to make sure that uh, we stay on on goals, stay on track to, to reach the goals, this week it has to be done. and And it has to be done. In a way that uh, makes a lot of people happy. So, with that, that's it for our Big Blue segment, and 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 really, it's an important Big Blue segment because it's Michigan, Michigan State. And with that, you've been listening to Go Blue Players with J and J. I'm Jared Bunch, my co-host is Jamie Morris. We'll be back next week to recap the game and preview our game against the Maryland Tarpons. That's going to be an interesting game too because playing against a former Jurgen Jer- is there. So that's going to be very interesting. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or go to Blog Talk Radio and become a follower of the Go Blue Players with J&J podcast on blog talk radio that's it we'll catch you next week go blue go blue